Hello everyone, this is Madhvi Mehta from Kotak Securities Commodity Research Team and I welcome you all to another session of Commodity Catch-up where we'll discuss major market developments as well as price outlook for major non-agriculture commodities. For last few days, we saw market players moving out of the safety of US dollar to riskier assets like equities and commodities. We however saw a break from this trend last week and mixed trade amid across asset classes showed lack of confidence. The US dollar index slumped to four-week low earlier in the week, but recovered to end with modest gains, marking its first rise in three weeks. Commodities ended a volatile week on a mixed note. Gold ended higher despite a late-week sell-off, while silver noted modest losses. Industrial metals were also a mixed bag as copper, aluminium and nickel ended lower, while zinc gained more than 5%. Crude oil witnessed a sharp sell-off, but ended well off the lows. On equity front, US DJI index ended with marginal losses after two weeks of consecutive gains, while European and Japanese indices ended higher. On other hand, Chinese equities ended lower for the second consecutive week. Amid safe havens, gold managed to end higher, while Japanese yen, Swiss franc and US treasury bonds ended the week on a weaker note. The US dollar has turned volatile as market players are assessing monetary policy stance of Fed and other central banks and this has caused a sense of uncertainty in the market. Fed chairman last month said that the central bank may take a meeting-by-meeting approach, and this caused market players to look at US economic numbers and central bank comments to gauge Fed's next move. US economic data has been mixed, highlighting challenges for the economy. However, robust US non-farm payrolls report showed that the labor market is strong enough for Fed to continue with the rate hikes. U.S. non-farm payrolls report showed a 528,000 increase in jobs for the month of July as against expectation of 250,000 increase. Unemployment rate unexpectedly fell from 3.6% to 3.5% while average early hourly earnings rose 0.5% as against forecast of 0.3% growth. A number of Fed officials also spoke last week and most indicated that getting inflation under control is still a priority and interest rate hikes may continue. There is no major change in Fed's stance and rate hikes are likely to continue. However, with Fed taking an open-ended approach, we may see volatility continuing near key economic numbers and central bank comments. The US dollar is volatile also as market players assess monetary policy stance of other central banks. Bank of England last week raised interest rate by 0.5%. BOE has been raising interest rates since December last year, but decided to fasten the pace from 0.25% to 0.5% to fight inflation. India and Brazil also raised interest rate by 0.5% last week. While US dollar continues to sway commodities, demand outlook has weakened amid mixed economic numbers from major economies, downbeat growth forecast and China's struggle with the virus spread. BOE fastened the pace of rate hike last week to control inflation. However, the central bank also warned of a recession. The UK economy is forecast to shrink in the last three months of this year and keep shrinking until the end of 2023. Manufacturing and services PMI data released last week was mixed. China and Eurozone manufacturing PMI held below 50 level, indicating contraction in the sector, while US, UK and Japanese uh, manufacturing PMI showed slower activity. China's strict adherence to COVID-0 policy has dented outlook for the economy and market confidence remains low despite efforts to boost economic activity. Trade data released over the weekend showed that trade surplus unexpectedly widened amid bigger-than-expected rise in exports. Slower growth in imports, however, reflects weaker domestic demand. Geopolitical issues were also in focus last week. US-China tensions rose as US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visited Taiwan. In retaliation to the visit, 
China imposed sanctions on Pelosi, conducted military drills near Taiwan, and ended cooperation with US over various issues. While tensions are high, we may not see any direct confrontation between US and China. Trend in US dollar, China's virus situation, global economic health, and geopolitical issues may continue to affect commodities. The key event in the coming week is US inflation data, as it will give further direction to Fed's monetary policy debate. Forecasts indicate that price pressure eased last month. If the data meets expectation, market, play market players may ease down expectation of an aggressive move by Fed. Let us now look at individual commodities. Gold ended higher but off the lows as support from geopolitical tensions and global growth worries was offset by rebound in US dollar and bond deals, weaker ETF interest and concerns about consumer demand in India and China. Gold has stalled near $1800 levels and we may see some correction as Fed's support for rate hikes may, may keep US dollar supported. Moving to silver, silver, silver ended lower last week amid retreat in gold and mixed trade in industrial metals. ETF outflows also showed weaker investor interest. Amid uncertainty about Fed and China and lack of investor interest, silver may trade sideways to lower in the near term. Moving to copper, copper ended lower amid contraction in China's manufacturing sector. However, China's fresh infrastructure spending plans help it recover from the lows. Copper may remain under pressure as robust US jobs report has made a case for Fed to continue with aggressive rate hikes. Aluminium slipped to three-week low amid worries about health of Chinese economy and stress in the real estate sector. Going ahead, uh, we expect to see some recovery amid lower stocks at LME and Shanghai warehouses and China's plan to invest more in power transmission lines. Zinc was the best performer and it rallied sharply last week on supply concerns as Glencore reported a 17% decline in output in the first half of 2022 and forecasted lower output for this year. Amid sharp move, uh, after the sharp move, zinc may consolidate with focus on Europe's energy crisis. Lead also ended higher, gaining support from decline in regional stocks. However, higher secondary lead production by Chinese smelters limited sharp upside. Lead may continue to trade higher amid pickup in seasonal replacement demand of lead acid batteries and downstream demand from electric vehicle sector. Moving to energy complex, crude oil slipped to February lows last week amid demand concerns, choppy equities, recovery in US dollar, unexpected rise in US crude oil and gasoline stocks, and virus concerns in China. OPEC's move to raise output marginally was also seen a sign of weaker demand. The overall trend for crude remains weak, however supply concerns could lend some support, hence fresh selling should be only at higher levels. Natural gas noted mixed trade but ended lower for the week. Weighing on price was sell-off in crude oil, bigger than expected rise in stocks, and near-record U.S. gas production. The losses were, lim however, limited by expectation that Freeport LNG terminal may start at full capacity in October to bo boosting U.S. exports. U.S. cooling demand also remains high, while European gas prices are supported by lower Russian supply. Mixed factors may keep natural gas choppy, but buying interest may emerge at lower levels amid tighter U.S. and global market. Well, that's it from my end. I wish you all a very happy trading week. Thank you.